0: Welcome to the No Budget RC podcast. I'm your host Eli, and you're listening to episode 82. So guys, it's been about two weeks since the last episode. Um, just I'm finding it hard since I've switched to day shift to find time to record. Um, what I used to do when I worked swing shift is I'd get home late at night, and I would usually record at 2 or 3 in the morning out here in the shop where everyone's in bed. problem I'm having now is trying to find a quiet place where I'm not going to be interrupted to record, so that's kind of been what the holdup is. That's why the episodes have been so inconsistent. But anyways, in the last episode, I told you guys we were getting ready to go to the beach. Um, we went to the beach. We had a blast. We took my x Max. We took... My Creighton 6S and my wife's Creighton 6S. We had a good time. We found a spot where there was a log and the wind had blown sand up against the log, making a nice ramp so we could jump off of it. Um, Had a good time. My wife uh, ran her Creighton with the new body. I mean, we painted this body up a while ago, but this is the first time she's ran it. She really only runs about three or four times a year. She doesn't run RC Schneider huge fanatic of it, like I am, um, but when we pretty much if we go to the beach, and I usually get her once or twice to go somewhere and bash with me here locally, But so it was the first time running her new body, and she did put a crack in the new body, jumping it, um, also, she had the T-bone racing front bumper on hers, and one of her jumps, she landed kind of down on the nose, probably when she cracked the body also, but it bent that bumper down, And Pulled the front two screws through And I've had several T-Bone racing bumpers and I keep having issues with them The one that I had on when I had my Techno MT410, I had it warrantied twice So I'm not even going to bother warrantying it this time. I actually took it off and I just ordered two RPM front bumpers put one on my Creighton and one on her Creighton because I had an RPM bumper on my original Creighton that I had and I had pretty good luck with it I did um end up breaking one of the end pieces off of it, but it was still usable. It wasn't like the T-bone bumper where it was hanging down. So any th- little bump you would you'd dig the bumper in and flip over the car. So I just did away with them. I've just had bad luck with them. Um, then I also ended up blowing a front tire out on my X Max and I blew about a quarter of the tire off. I vented the tires. Um I vent all of my well, pretty much all my tires on 8th scale and bigger. Um, And that's supposed to help with them not ballooning so bad. It lets the air out, and if you get any water, it's supposed to let the water out. And it actually blew. I vented my X-Max tires in four spots, so if you're thinking of them like a clock, I did the 12, 3, 6, and 9 o'clock positions. And it blew between two of the holes. It actually a quarter of the tire off and I actually was able to glue that piece back on using super glue and I did run the tires one time um, just out here in front of my house and I can't really get up to full throttle out here on the street it's a narrow street with cars down both sides but it did hold up to you know like half three-quarters throttle whatever I could get it up to out here but then I also got a set of uh Retracts hatchet X tires in. These are a belted tire for the X Max, and that's what's on there now. I've yet to take it out and test them, um, but I do have some new belted tires on there now. Um, the other thing that I did is in the last episode, I told you about the uh, new crawler I had built, the Red Cat Gen 8 pack, and then I uh, built that and got it all going. I went to run it one time out here in my garage and found out that both my 3S batteries had lost a cell. Um, I ended up trading that off already. Never even ran it, never even took it out for a real run. And I traded it off, and what I traded it for was a Proline Pro MT 4x4. And there's a guy here locally that had it on offer up, and I asked him if he'd be interested in trading for that Red Cat. And he said, Yeah, and we met up and uh, ended up trading. Now, this ProLine Pro MT 4x4 that I have, um, there, it's a 10th scale RC, but it's set up to take an 8th scale motor and speed controller. And it also has 17mm hexes. So it's even though it's 10th scale size, it's set up to take 8th scale power and handle it. And it has a 8 scale system. It has a Turnagy Trackstar 120 amp ESC with a 2300 kV motor but I'm actually having issues with that uh, ESC so the guy gave me a 3S lipo with it and uh, when I was test drove it it had a really thin diff oil in the center diff so the front end was diffing out real bad and it would spin out I mean it was almost like it was front wheel drive it was so bad when I test drove it but I knew that was an easy fix, so I really didn't let that deter my decision. You know, I knew it, all I had to do was put some thicker oil in the center diff, and that would take care of that. But uh, I think it hid the issues with the ESC, with the fact that it spun out so easy. So the issues that I'm having with the ESC, originally, when I test drove it, I realized that it had no brake. So when you go forward and you hit reverse, you should have a brake, and there was nothing there and uh, it's like okay so that's probably just a programming issue I can probably fix that but that's really the only issue I noticed well, once I got it home and I put thicker diff, center diff oil in it and I took it out and ran it you know I realized it had the no no break issue but I also realized that it seemed like you gotta give it quite a bit uh, pull the trigger back on the radio quite a bit before it actually starts going and it takes off kind of fast now it, It's a non censored brushless system, so I understand that it's not going to be slow like a crawler. But this thing, you got to get back pretty far before it actually goes. And then, uh, if you just bring it just to that point where it starts to go and you hold your finger right there on the trigger, it'll go and then it'll just stop. Then it'll go and it'll stop. And sometimes it only cuts out for a second, sometimes it cuts out for three seconds, sometimes it cuts out for five seconds. But if you give it more throttle, it'll keep going. It's just when you're right there on that edge, it's like... And so what I ended up doing was ordering the program card for that ESC because I wanted to fix the issue that it had no brakes. And while I was waiting for the program card, um, a friend of mine recommended recalibrating the ESC. So I recalibrated the ESC, which it did fix the issue with the brakes. I did have brakes after that. The other, another issue I'm having with it is if you're in reverse, And you grab forward, there's no delay and no break there. It'll go straight into forward like a crawler ESC. So that's pretty hard on gears. Um, So with the program card, it finally showed up. And I reset it to default settings. And it still does the same thing. you got to give it quite a bit of throttle before it moves. And then if you only give it that just enough to get it moving, it cuts in, cuts out. So I actually have ordered another speed controller because I'm like 95% sure it's that speed controller that's the issue. So I have another speed controller on the way and hopefully that is going to remedy that. The other issue is I thought maybe it was the LiPo because the guy gave me a 3S LiPo with it. And uh, I ran that LiPo when I test drove it and when I got home after I put the... uh, But first I put 500K diff oil in the center diff, and that was actually too thin, but that's the thickest that I had here. So I actually had to go to the hobby shop and get 1 million weight, which I guess is what ProLine recommends if you're going to run 4S or an 8th scale brushless in it, it recommends 1 million. And that did make it much better. Um, So it has the 1 million in the center diff now, but with the ESC issues, you know, it's so uh, I ran it a little bit on after I put the 500k in and the battery hit low voltage so I pulled the battery out and it seemed like it shouldn't have gone into low voltage because he said he had just charged it and I didn't test drive it very long when I met with him, and then I didn't run it very long after I put the 500k in before it went to low voltage so I put it on my LiPo checker and when I put on my lipo checker, it was showing one volt being like 3.6 volts, or one volt, sorry, one cell being like 3.6 volts, another cell being over 5 volts, and another cell having .011 or .01 or yeah, it was something .11 or something like that. Um, then I realized that it's actually missing one of the wires that go to the balance port or the balance plug. So that uh Lipo is currently taking a saltwater bath. Um so yeah the Lipo he gave me with it is junk and then having the issues with the ESC. Kind of think he might have uh might have been kind of a scammer. But uh all in all, I mean I think it's gonna be a cool little truck once it's up and running right. You know, uh I probably still would have traded knowing about these issues, knowing that the lipo was garbage. And knowing that the speed controller was giving me issues, but I, at that point I probably would have requested to keep my radio, because I had a brand new FlySky GT5 radio on that Red Cat, I probably would have been like, hey, uh, I'll trade, but let's swap radios. But anyways, um, I think it's going to be a really cool truck, though, once it's all, I mean, it's it's in phenomenal shape. It, it looks like it's pretty close to new. There's hardly any scratches on the bottom of the chassis. Um He painted the body up in a uh, Dukes of Hazzard, General Lee theme. He painted it orange. It has the 01 on the door, and it says General Lee on the sides of the roof. And he did have the Confederate flag on top, but I guess he took that off before he put it up for sale, just with everything that's going on right now. He figured it was a bad idea to sell it with the Confederate flag on top. But all in all, that's pretty much what I've been doing in RC. Like I said, finding it difficult to find time to come out here and record these podcasts. So I don't know how long it'll be before the next episode. Hopefully we can get back to where I'm doing one a week. Uh, that's kind of been my goal is to do one a week. Um, but for me, it's just basically finding the time in my new schedule and all that. Really the only time that it is like tonight, it's Saturday night and everyone went to bed early. So I figured I'd come out here and record an episode. um, the only other time that I'm the only one up is early in the morning because I get up at 3.30 in the morning to get ready for work. But I'm not much of a morning person. And I really don't think you guys want to hear me talking at 3.30 in the morning. I don't think I would be a very uh, pleasant person. So, uh, really about all I had for this episode, guys. So, until next time, keep it shiny side up and thank you so much for listening.